0: Just go to Indeed.com slash Blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. On the way, hit it hard, rebound, bat around, it's taken by Luca. he hits, he hits, with a second to go as he hits the deck, Tie 115, it works! 10 assists, 21 rebounds, 47 minutes played, and now 60 points for the first time in Mavericks history.
1: Hi, this is Luka Doncic, and you're listening to the Mavs Step Back Podcast. How's it going, everybody? Welcome in to another episode of the Mavs Step Back Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Trigg. You can find me on Twitter as always at Dalton underscore Trig. You can find the pod account at Step back Mavs on both Twitter and Instagram, uh, guys. the The Mavs, after beating the Utah Jazz at home to finish a, a six game home stand at three and three, uh, they went to New Orleans on the second night of a back to back. It was also their third game in four nights. Uh, Luca was hobbled from the beginning, just didn't really look like he uh, didn't really look like he was into it or that you know he even needed to be out there playing. Uh, but he did and he couldn't finish the game. The Mavs ultimately lost to the Pelicans the final score in New Orleans was 113 to 106. I was there to watch it live. Uh my guy Grant Afseth was in the building as well. DallasBasketball.com was well represented in the Big Easy. Uh I was sitting directly behind the Mavs bench. Uh if you if you happen to see those ESPN uh replays and all that. I'm the guy in the the blue button down shirt behind the bench, so if you <laughs> if you're interested in locating me on that, well there you go. Uh but yeah the 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 mavs they they just didn't have it in new orleans i mean there was i know people don't like to hear excuses but i mean we've seen it a handful of times already where the mavs have benefited uh from playing a team uh on not just a team that's on second night of a back to back but a team that's playing their third game in four nights and having to do it on the road uh, the Mavs played Phoenix at home earlier this season where Phoenix was in that situation and they blew out Phoenix at American Airlines Center and then they played the Philadelphia 76ers recently uh, in that homestand and it was the same situation for Philly. Uh, third game in four nights, you know, slightly fatigued. Although <laughs> although the, the 76ers in that game didn't show many signs of fatigue, they uh, they still put up a what was it? 126 points, I believe. Uh, so, but yeah, the, the Mavs have benefited from a couple of those instances, and they just did not have it in New Orleans, uh, at least through the first three quarters, because, you know, Luka, he, you know, he had been struggling the last couple of Coming into the game against the Pelicans, Luka had shot 39% from the field and 25% from three over the last two games um uh, and so he started this game off he he wasn't hitting anything he wasn't getting any calls uh you know which led to him getting his 15th technical of the season so one more technical for Luca and he's automatically suspended per NBA rules uh so that wasn't good he he tried to fight through the you know he had a, a thigh strain he's he's tried fighting through it but with about two minutes to go in the third quarter, he just couldn't do it anymore, came out of the game, never returned. Uh, The Mavs went into the fourth quarter down by uh, 18 points. And then in the fourth quarter, uh, the Mavs made a push, mainly because Jason Kidd finally got away from his, you know, uh, stubborn rotations in the first half that just weren't working uh he finally went with something different and the Mavs led by Kyrie Irving uh you know made a run and they got to within 3 at one point with about 4 minutes left uh with about 40 seconds left they were still within 4 uh but they just they weren't able to you know finish the finish the job there they they ran out of gas which is understandable. Anytime that you're, you know, short-handed, you don't have Maxi Kleba to help you on defense. You don't have uh, Luca at full strength and you're on the road and it's third game in four nights. I mean, it, it was just, it was tough. It was tough. And I know, I know people aren't interested in excuses. I know it's, you know, kind of sounds like a cop out to say all that stuff, but I mean, it's just, it's true. I mean, that's that's what we're dealing with. So, as much as it sucks that the Mavs weren't able to uh, come up with that win, it's understandable why it happened. It, it just is what it is, and now the Mavs are, you know, on to Memphis on Saturday. Uh, so, they get a couple days of rest here before they play in Memphis on Saturday, uh, and then they'll play Memphis again uh, on Monday at American Airlines Center. I'll be in Dallas for that one. Uh, I'm going to be in Dallas for the most of next week, uh, which is which is nice. I ha- it's been a long time since I've been able to actually get out that way and and hang out a little bit. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. I wish that there was you know uh, more than just one Mavs game next week. The majority of, <laughs> the majority of the games are going to be on the road, but Uh, I'm glad I get to at least catch one uh, when when the Grizzlies come to American Airlines Center on Monday. And the Mavs, they'll have a chance, you know, in these games, even if Luka doesn't play, because the Grizzlies, they're struggling lately. John Morant is going to miss at least the next four games, which includes uh, both of these upcoming uh, Mavs-Grizzlies games and Steven Adams is going to be out for likely the rest of the regular season. He always gives the Mavs issues. Uh, you know, there's just there's a lot of stuff that's going the Mavs' way in this particular matchup. So, if Kyrie Irving is healthy and he's playing, uh, whether Luka's playing or not, I think the Mavs have a legitimate shot of, you know, getting back on track because – the two days of rest is much needed. I think this team will have a little bit better energy uh, coming out uh, on Saturday against the Grizzlies in Memphis. And they need to because the standings, you know, with every win and loss, you can go up and down two to three spots. Uh, they, they came into uh, Wednesday night's game against the Pelicans as the fifth seed. The night before, or two nights before, uh, they were uh, seventh. so they were seventh they beat the utah jazz they went back up to fifth uh, they lose to the pelicans and now they're down at eighth (laughs) that is life in the western conference right now it's 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 really ridiculous but um yeah so i mean i i think i'm gonna just go over a few things that uh you know that kind of stuck out to me from last night's game, I, I mentioned Jason Kidd's rotations. He has got to be quicker to pull the plug on some of these guys if you know if they're being an extreme negative in the box score. He's got to look at you know the plus minus stuff and uh, how certain guys are playing in certain lineups. And if it is if it's just not working and it's an overwhelming negative for just one or two players, take them out. Put somebody else in. I don't care if Jaden Hardy's a rookie and you don't trust him yet. You've got to give a guy like him more of a chance than these other dudes who, you know, are being zeros out there. And you know, specifically in the New Orleans game, Justin Holiday, who was signed as a buyout guy a week about a week ago, uh, you know, Jason Kidd. Just out of nowhere, like just with with Holiday only being on the team just a few days, uh, gave him Josh Green's starting spot, which you know Kid has now given the starting spot back to Josh Green. But he shouldn't have ever taken it away in the first place. It was just unnecessary. It was unnecessary, uh, you know, for for Green to try and like just mentally for Green to have to go through that uh it, it was just unnecessary I don't know I don't know why he did it, but uh you know obviously he has some respect for holiday, but he's a thirty three year old veteran who was on the buyout market like you're not you're not gonna find guys on the buyout market who are just gonna be you know uh, star players or star role players <laughs> if you want to put it that way so. Yeah, Holiday might be good for certain stretches. He had a really good uh, debut game for the Mavs, but you can't just throw away the stuff you saw from Josh Green throughout the first part of the season. Um, it, it's not fair to him. He earned this opportunity, and he shouldn't have to feel like his job is being threatened You know, by a guy you picked up off the buyout market who's at the end of his career. Uh, so that was... You know that was and past all that. Josh Green is still struggling offensively, but you know he still does a lot of little things to avoid being a a, you know a total negative in the box score. Um, Now look, I'm looking at the the box score in a seven point loss on the road, a seven point loss on the road that was within four points with 40 seconds left. Uh, Justin Holiday in 16 minutes was a negative 30 and scored zero points. Frank Nelikina, in nine minutes, was a negative 16 and scored zero points. Man, I, like, I, I don't know what... Like it, it's, it, after five to six minutes of that, you should be able to tell how the game is, is flowing... And, and just look at it like, oh my gosh, this is not working. We've got to change something. Uh, but you know, he, he rolled with it, kid rolled with it too, too long. And you know, it was too much for the Mavs, uh, to overcome. Uh, and I mean, look a lot, I know, I know a lot of times you have to take plus minus with a grain of salt, but in this instance, I don't think you have to because everybody else was, you know, either a plus, or if they were a negative, it was a small negative. Those are the two guys that stick out like a sore thumb in in the in the loss to New Orleans. A combined negative forty six in uh, twenty five minutes combined between the two. Like it's just just ridiculous. Uh, meanwhile. When they started the fourth quarter, you had Kyrie Irving leading the way. He had a bad shooting night, but again, you know, fatigue. Third night, uh, I mean, third game in four nights. He shot 10 of 24 from the field, just 4 of 11 from three. He led the team with 27 points, six rebounds, four assists, and a steal. Uh, Hit some big shots in the fourth quarter to make it interesting uh, down the stretch. And then rookie Jaden Hardy, who we've been Came in off the bench seventeen minutes, scored eleven points, was a plus three, and shot four of five from the field, including two of three, uh, from the three point line. He also had two assists during that time too. Y'all, Jaden Hardy needs to be playing more. And I don't want to hear about oh, the defense the I don't want to hear, oh, the defense is, is not good and You know, he's a rookie and, you know, all this other stuff. I don't really care what the excuses are. Kid has to play this guy more. He's 20 years old. Yes, he's a rookie. Yes, he's going to make mistakes. But he's going to potentially give you more. The upside of playing Hardy is so much higher than putting Frank Nilakina out there. Than putting... Justin Holiday out there for extended minutes. You know, if you put Justin Holiday out there and he misses his first four to five shots, get him out of the game. <laughs> Give somebody else another shot at it. I mean, you, you can't let the game get out of hand because you're trying to you know force one of your favorite veterans that got signed on the buyout market uh, into that role. I mean, you gotta you gotta read the room. You gotta you gotta do better with that. So, uh, look. Jason Kidd, I've given him his flowers for his first season with the Mavs. Uh, He did a great job guiding that team to the Western Conference Finals. Uh, And, you know, the roster itself, I mean, you you can't put all the blame on Kidd because overall this roster could use some talent influx. I mean, yes, they're top-heavy with star power now, but their depth is not good uh, since losing Dinwiddie and um, Finney Smith. So, yes, you have your two stars now, and now you got to go and find a way to fill in the gaps around them heading into this offseason, which, I mean, there, there's really no good way to do that right now. They're going to have to wait until the offseason before they can do it. I'm going to do a pod here in the next uh, week or so talking about you know, guys that are going to be free agents and some trade possibilities around draft time. The Mavs are going to have two first-round picks available to them to trade after this next draft. Well, I say that, you know, (laughs) assuming that, uh, you know, they they make the playoffs and don't end up with a top-10 pick. If they end up with a top-10 pick, then, you know, we're back to square one. But I assume the Mavs are going to have a couple picks that they can trade. Uh, They're going to have... You know, if they re-sign Kyrie Irving, they're going to have the two stars, which is going to attract uh, better veteran minimum type players, in my opinion, uh, who want to compete for a championship. So there's ways this team can improve. It's hard to do that fully right now, but kid has got to work with what he's got. Uh, and, And trying to force or trying to, you know, make catch happen, fetch happen, uh, with, uh, Frank Nilekina, it's it's just not working. He's got to go away from that. Um, so, uh, yeah, that, that that was my, one of my biggest takeaways, uh, from, from Wednesday night is like, Jaden Hardy goes in there, provides a spark. Uh, Christian Wood had 15 points in 26 minutes, six of 10 shooting, also had eight rebounds, uh, super efficient as always. Uh, Kid, I don't know what I don't know what Christian Wood has done to Kid personally, but you can just tell that he doesn't really like the guy that much. That's just my opinion. Uh, you know, obviously, Kid's not going to come out and say that. The Mavs aren't going to say that, but it's just so obvious to me that Kid doesn't like Christian Wood, and that was apparent from the summer. And into opening night, when you know they went out and made JaVale McGee the starter from day one, you know there's just something about that relationship that doesn't work, uh, and I hate it because Christian Wood, despite his flaws, he's not a perfect player by any means. He is super talented, and he could really help this team. You know, there there's no defense being played anyway, so I don't th- I don't know why it matters if if he's a lockdown defensive anchor or not put him in there let him score buckets let him play with Luca and Kyrie and you know throw Jaden Hardy in the mix every now and then you know get get some younger guys out there who are energetic and hungry and you know maybe the mood around this team will change but you know that's that's between kid and wood whatever the situation is I hope they get it figured out but you know, I was I was watching that game last night, and the math started out pretty good. They were up fourteen to six in the first quarter, uh, and then things started to slip away a little bit halfway through that first quarter. And I was thinking, man, this team could really use some some Christian Wood offense. And you know, Markeith Morris checks in before Wood does. <laughs> Wood didn't check in until there was about two minutes left in the first quarter. It was just. Just completely ridiculous stuff. I don't know why kid, you know, chooses to do some of the things he does. But um, it has to be it has to be just how he feels about about Wood personally. That's the only thing I can think of. So uh, I don't know. And by the way, Markeith Morris, he only played three minutes, uh, and he was a negative six in those three minutes. So uh, kid did pull the plug on that. But you know he let it go too long with with Justin Holiday and Frank Laquina so I don't know. Kid said after that game that uh, the Mavs needed to look at playing Jaden Hardy more going forward. Uh, no duh, uh, <laughs> uh, but you know he's got to just he's got to do it. I mean, kid talks all the time about oh we got to find we have to find minutes for this guy. We need to play this guy more. Uh, Jason Kidd, you're the coach. You you decide this. Uh, you have the power to give Jaden Hardy more minutes. All you got to do is call his name off the bench, throw him in the game. That's it. You control that. So uh, we'll see how it goes going forward. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr., he had a, a pretty decent night. He wasn't as hot as he's been recently, but You know, he was still pretty good. 17 points, was a plus 7, 6 of 13 shooting, 5 of 12 from 3, had 5 assists, 2 steals. Uh, Shout out to Tim Hardaway Jr., who has been playing his tail off defensively lately. Uh, In that loss against the Phoenix Suns a few games ago, they were tied at 126 with 11 seconds left. KD drove left, uh, and, you know, uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. ended up being the the main defender on KD, and he stayed with KD the whole way, uh, and you know, rose up, contested perfectly. It was it was a, it was as good of defense as you could have asked for from T, uh, from THJ without him blocking a shot. Uh, but KD is just too good. He's too big. He's too good. He hit the shot, uh, and the Mavs weren't able to tie it. And you know, we know how that went. Well, Tim Hardaway Jr. not only has he been shooting lights out. Uh, He has been playing well on the defensive end, too. So, shout out to him. Uh, Dwight Powell, he only played 18 minutes in New Orleans, but he had 12 points, uh, four rebounds. He was a plus five, shot five of six from the field. Uh, Luka only played 28 minutes. When he left at the end of the third quarter, uh, he had just 15 points. Uh, He did have eight assists, three rebounds, one steal, and he was just shooting four of 14 uh, from the field. So, really rough night uh, for Luca, and hopefully, that MRI comes back clean and he's able to come back. If not in Memphis, uh, maybe he'll be back for that uh, Grizzlies game in Dallas on Monday that I'll be at. So, we'll have to see how it goes. But, uh, guys, I appreciate you coming in and listening to another episode of the Math Step Back Podcast. Uh, Be sure to go like, rate, and subscribe on all your favorite podcast platforms. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Uh, That really helps us out. Um, If you want some of these Mavs Believe stickers, I actually have a good handful of those already on hand um, that I haven't done anything with. I've already sent a couple out to uh, people on Twitter who were just like, hey, yeah, I'd love one. Uh, I posted a picture. I've got one on my coffee mug and, uh, you know, a couple other places, you know, laptop, wherever you want to put them. Uh, but go take a look at that. If you want one, uh, give me a shout out. I'll, I'll put you one in the mail, uh, here in the next coming days, at least until I run out of them. So <laughs> this is a, this is a while supplies last type of thing. So if you're hearing this and you want one, uh, give me a shout I'll reach out to you, get your get your mailing address. I'll put you one uh, in the mail and get it out to you. But guys, appreciate it. Y'all have a great rest of your Thursday, and we will see you next time. Uh, Probably not Friday. Probably taking Friday off. Uh, Saturday, I will be traveling uh, to Dallas. So I guess we'll just have to see when this next one's going to be. At you know, worst case scenario, it might be middle of next week. But I am going to try to, you know, at least get one pot out while I'm at Dallas. Uh, if not, I'll I'll recap everything extensively when I get back. But uh, I do appreciate it, guys. Thanks for coming in and listening. As always, we'll see you.